At 11 a.m. today, I'm going to see with my own eyes, in the flesh and blood, Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert. And that's got me irrationally excited. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. But today, it's the Steelers who are going to be in the news more than either of our other teams in town. And that's a departure from the norm at this time of year. The Steelers, of course, are gearing up for the NFL draft this week. And as such, Tomlin and Colbert have traditionally conducted their annual press conference together in front of humans. And that's going to happen this morning at Heinz Field. Dale Lawley, our beat writer at DK Pittsburgh Sports, and I will both be there covering it, and it will be in person. It'll also be the first in-person press conference of any kind involving any of the Pittsburgh teams since the pandemic started. I'm not bringing this up as if it deserves some sort of historical society marker or anything like that. But I do feel it's worth noting, maybe one final time, that the Steelers and the NFL, more than any other sports entity, meaning the league, have really led the way through this stuff. They have found a way through it. And without suggesting in any way, shape, or form that anybody doesn't remain safe or anything like that, they have just found a way Going back to the draft from last year that I don't think any of us will forget. Because that was the first event in sports of any kind that had occurred. And everyone said, there's no way you're going to do this. You're never going to pull this off. How is it going to look? Bunch of Zoom calls and everything else. And they did. They did. And between them and the various networks that carried it, notably ESPN, I I thought did a tremendous job, and I was among the skeptical. Everything about it was first class. And here we are again. We're going to have another semi-virtual, not really virtual draft that's going to be conducted on location along Lake Erie in Cleveland, with spaced out seating, some fans on hand, not a ton. Again, it's all kind of staying with the times and at the same token, ahead of the times, ahead of the curve. That's what the league has done. I'm going to say it again. I am legit moved by this. Now, again, we're going to be spaced out. We're all wearing masks and everything else. Um, so it's not like it's unsafe, but that's kind of my point here. It's safe. My guess is that a big number of us who will be in that room 
uh, myself included, will already have been fully vaccinated. You know, at some point, you do kind of move on. And I just like the symmetry, to be honest with you, that the NFL really led the way with this, and it's the Steelers who are having the first real in-person press conference uh, of any kind in our city since the start of the pandemic. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been AV rated. That is the highest rating a law firm can receive for legal ability and ethics in the state of Pennsylvania. They've been AV rated for more than 15 years now in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or give them a call at 888-842-5454. Tell our buddy Larry Kelly we sent you. Yeah, I'm not just going to talk about the fact that there's a press conference. That's not going to be interesting to too many. But it really is to me. I'm really, really looking forward to this. I'm also looking forward, of course, to actually asking questions about the upcoming draft. Not that those questions will produce a whole lot of substantive answers. Here's how these tend to go. Uh, Mike and Kevin, yeah, this one's for both of you. Uh, would you say that you're looking at running back for your top pick? Well, and that's when they kind of smile and look at each other as if, ah, yes, the first dumb question is at hand that we're going to completely sidestep. And then Kevin will usually start. Uh, Tomlin prefers to defer to Colbert in most of these questions, but not all, not all. It's always interesting to me to watch the dynamic between the two of them and see who when Tomlin decides he wants to jump in. But this one he's going he's gonna to throw over to Kevin because Kevin is the master of the best available player answer. And that's what you're going to get from him. He's going to say, you know, we come into each draft with a list of players. And, and, and like 99% of everybody who's in this room has heard this, wow, 15, 20, 30 times. But here it comes again. The Steelers produce a list. They have their own internal list. They are not influenced by outside factors. They're not influenced by any other kind of rankings or anything like that. They have their own list. Their preference is to just go with the best available player who hasn't already been taken. And he will say this like he means it. And Tomlin, while he's just sitting there having deferred to Kevin, will nod. He does a lot of nodding through this thing. And as he nods, he looks around the room. He scans the room with his eyes wide open. You know what I'm talking about. You can picture it. To make sure we're all getting the message. Yep, best available player, best available player. Well, guess what? It hasn't worked like that for a while now, has it? Think about it. Think about it. Go back over the past few picks and ask yourself, when was the last time they just said, you know what, we're just taking the the guy that's right there for us. You know, 
that number one pick is going to be the one that's just sitting there at uh, 24 on their list, but wherever there is, wherever their list happens to be as it relates to who's already been claimed. It's not going to work out like that. It just, it isn't, and it hasn't. Think about the Devin Bush pick alone. The Steelers so very much made up their mind on A, inside linebacker, finally to replace Ryan Shazier, and B, Devin Bush is our guy. He's the one we're moving up to get. He's the guy, and they trade up to the number 10 spot overall, and everyone's like, whoa, whoa, but they said best available player. Well, <laughs> they, they didn't mean it. They didn't mean it. They'll say that further about every round. And yet, when the draft is done, take this to the bank right now. They will have addressed running back, the offensive line. In some form, linebacker, I'm guessing inside linebacker, like another, not someone at Bush's level, but someone similar to him to partner with him because the guys they have right now really don't work in that regard, either Robert Spillane or Vince Williams. And they're going to go boom, 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 right down the list. There's going to be a wide receiver, too, and everyone's going to go, why the wide receiver? Because there's just so many of them, and they legitimately are some of the best available players. You'll see that that's how it works when it's all said and done. And by that, I mean all seven rounds. And then afterward, this is the best part. Afterward, they'll both meet with us, and this is right after the, you know, the when, when the draft is done. After the first round, and they'll acknowledge we were looking for a running back. Well, look, we were looking for this. We were looking for that. You'll see. I'm gonna. I'm taking notes this time. This is the first year I'm gonna do this, and you know what? I'm gonna take notes in person, right there in front of them right there in front of them for an actual press conference. The beginning of the end of this pandemic is nigh and I can feel it when we come back. Just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question here on Daily Shot of Steelers, and today's comes from Jeremy, who asks, DK, I've seen several recent mock drafts where the Jets take Najee Harris with the 23rd pick. If that's a real threat, is it worth trading up to 22, or do you just take Travis Etienne to 24 and move on? Is Harris worth the cost of moving up? This is going to sound like I'm giving you a dodgy answer here. But what I'm going to try to do instead is to lay it out more realistically. fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter what I think. Whether it's Harris versus Etienne, Harris versus Javante Williams, Harris versus a player at another position. 
how I feel about this, and it is very firmly, is that the Steelers need to be sold on Harris to even be entertaining such a thing. But if they are, if they are, if their scouts, their evaluators, their head coach, who is very influential in this process, or he wouldn't be sitting at this press conference we're going to have today, if these people feel very strongly about Harris, not even necessarily as strongly as they did about Bush, then they need to already be thinking of ways to avoid the teams that might take him ahead of them. Most likely, as you say, the Jets are in there. The one I hear most often is the Dolphins. Know the landscape. Survey the field. That's what the Steelers did with Bush. They had a perfectly good idea of who wanted Bush and where, and where they needed to get to, to get him. If you feel that Harris is a game changer for you, and that's not something that I hear much. I don't hear that about any running back in this class. It's There's no uh, Saquon Barkley in this group where you just say, whoa, there's just somebody that's instantly going to you know, be a franchise back. Of course, he's had injury problems and whatever else, but it's not like Saquon's disappointed in the NFL. There isn't that type of running back by all accounts in this class. But if he's your guy, then go ahead and get him, even at the expense of a later draft pick or a draft pick next year, when you know, by the way, that because of the free agents that you've just lost, Bud Dupree, Mike Hilton, you're going to be getting some kind of significant comp picks next year. You don't have to trade from within your draft class. You can give somebody a couple of picks from the 2022 draft and say, whatever, we, we went and got our guy. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But I can't, unfortunately, be a fly on the wall in their room and know how strongly or even if they feel strongly at all about Harris because they don't send any kind of signals, and they absolutely will not today either. But if I haven't mentioned this already, at least I'm going to be in the room when they're sending these signals. No Zoom call, no disconnected anything, no bad internet connection. I'm going to be right there to record all of this nothingness for you, and we will come back to discuss it again tomorrow on the next Daily Shot of Steelers. Thanks for listening. Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. 
That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.